This is Good Riddance the Podcast. And here we go. We're back again. Um, yet another week. Yet another uh, Good Riddance episode coming at you. Um, Jesus, is this 27? This is 28. 28. 28. 28. Man, we're moving right along. Hmm. I feel like we started like a couple weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that voice that you uh, that you hear in the back I lost my, my accent. It's my man Nate. What's man. up? What's up, my people? He's back. He's back again. He's uh, I never went anywhere. I've been here the whole time. He's <laughs> he's, uh, he's he's back on the mic again. I'm always, uh, I'm always creeping in the background. Right. That's how I go sometimes. I guess. Hey, right. Can't be mad at it. Right. I can't. I appreciate you for uh, stepping in. Um, Jay had some work stuff he needed to attend to, so. Well, luckily, I'm prettier than him. For <laughs> no, 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 no. What they say, a face for radio? Yeah, face for radio. <laughs> I got, I got a face for radio. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, hence why he's not here. But, um, yeah, he'll be back next week. Um, as I, so he says. So he says. We'll, uh, we we'll actually see how that goes. <laughs> but, um, one, one thing I wanted to address real quick, um, is maybe two podcasts ago. I think on episode twenty. 25 or 26 or something, one of those podcasts. I'm not sure if you've heard. Uh, do you know who uh, Jesse Smollett is? Yes. Yeah. I've, uh, the, I've, uh, I've heard and read a little bit about that, yeah. Yeah, that, that stuff some is... scandal. Some scandal happening. Right, right. So that stuff is kind of crazy. And... Um, well, it's, it's one of those things we don't know. We don't know everything yet. Um, true, true. It's going to be... And of course, all the media jumps on. Oh, it's you know he lied, instant. But then we don't we don't know what happened. All we know is that um, he's somewhat associated with one of the people who was also arrested. Mm-hmm. And there was two guys that were arrested. Those two men were released on their own recognizance. So why they were released, don't know. Right. There's new evidence that came to light. We don't know what that evidence is, what it means, um, but it doesn't look good. It, I mean, the it, optics are terrible. The optics are super terrible. Like, I can word, word it that any better. Um, all I know is that the case, whatever is going on, is looking pretty grim for uh, Mr. Jesse Smollett. But in that last podcast, two podcasts ago, mm-hmm. um, so definitely go listen. It's called High, uh, High Alert. Check that out. I was a little bit uh, critical of the whole situation. In what way were you critical? Were you critical um, of, of the validity of it? Or no, no, not of the validity of oh, it. Like okay. I, I, I believed it. You believe what they, what I believe what, what he had head, said happened. The headlines were were that he was attacked by uh, basically yeah, racist MAGA people. Yeah, 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 he was tied well, with the news. That's the thing with these headlines, man. And this is the thing that that news is. We are we are living in a clickbait clickbait news era. Right. Where when's the last time you read a full article of any anything? Like even, a full article from start to finish. Even even then, like I just like I'm more of like a skimmer, and I'll I'll read like everyone I'll, is. I'll read Most like don't admit it. Yeah, I'm, I'll admit it. Everyone is. Yeah, <laughs> no one has the time to read every article. I'll read like fifty percent of it, and then just kind of pull what I take. You know what I mean? And just kind of. But I just feel like we gotta like we owe it to like the victims to believe them. Well, we do. We do because I mean, there's there's two parts to this. We owe it to the victims to investigate. That's how I would say it. Okay. Because belief is like you know me and belief. It's a whole rabbit hole we can go down if we want to. But we we tend to jump to conclusions mm-hmm. too quickly, based on information that isn't quite 
fully vetted out or in its full picture. Right. What we do is with this 24-hour news cycle that we've been kind of born into, like you and me are the era and probably in, even farther back than you as me, um, the era of everything has to happen as soon as it happens. We have to know everything as soon as it happens. Like when there's a shooting, we have mm-hmm. to know how many people are shot. Well, they still could be shooting at people. Right. Like, but we still want to know the whole story immediately. Right then and there. Right then and there. And we're not willing to be patient to know the actual facts of the story. Right. And have those facts be fully investigated, fully understood. Um, we are we are too quick to move on to the next thing. Right. And the problem is, is when you read a full article, like there's um, plenty of articles that if you read it, I saw one the other day was um, a woman who had dragged her dog behind her lime scooter or whatever it was, like a okay. red scooter. Yeah. And the dog was dragged down the street. And it was a blurry picture of a woman and then uh, it looked like a dog being dragged behind someone on a scooter. Right. And then another picture was of a woman holding a, a dog with bloody paws and smiling. And it says, woman drags dog behind scooter was the headline. Mm-hmm. You read the article, it... Like, without reading the article, it looked like that woman in the picture holding, smiling, was right. smiling about the dog being hurt. Okay. And you're like, what the hell? What kind of person <laughs> does that? Right. And you read the article, that's the woman who saved the dog. Right, right. Context is king. You have to know what the point of the story is and the nuance of the story and the facts of the story before you jump to the headline. Read the headline and say, hey, did you hear that this happened? Yeah. Well, how do you know that happened? Now the person that you said that to doesn't fact check or go check it. Now he says it to somebody else. And there's, and the, it's like there's a where's the source? What, what source is it from? Right. A, a common thing now is is a news organization will pluck a, a headline that fits their their ideology mm-hmm. or their whatever kind of confirmation bias. Well, whatever yeah. whatever they're trying to you know put forth, and they'll pluck it out of obscurity and not question the source. If they question the source or look at the source a little bit deeper, mm-hmm. you, they would find out that that's a bad source to pull from. But they they don't even talk about where this what the source is. Right. They may say sources say or um, sources yeah say. things like that. <laughs> My so I hate I hate that term. Yeah, My so sources. You, you have you have like, fucking sources. Exactly. So you, <laughs> your source of the voices in your head. I mean, th- there's a lot there's a lot to these stories. Right. And our culture has not our common our current culture has not been educated to. A fully read things, A fully understand things, and and take them into. Um, they're just they're they're just bombarded with all these different, like right, click, right. clickbait style yeah, pieces yeah. of information. It's not about getting it right anymore. It's about and being first. People, and yeah. that's, that's the big thing, and it's hard for like the truth to live in that world. Yeah, it lives in bits and pieces, and then then you fall back to confirmation bias is like, well, that fits my narrative, so I'm going to pick that as this is an article that I believe in. I read an article the other day. No, you read a headline of an article that you liked from a source that you liked. That's kind of <laughs> where we are. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's brutal. And it's, it it's, because, it's because I've had a couple people heard the podcast. Yeah. When I, when I spoke about Jesse Smollett, I, uh, I, just, I just basically read some I, I read bits and pieces of it heard a bunch of people talking about it yeah. and I just kind of sided with Jesse Smollett like in like the first wave of when we heard what happened well what would happen if you said that you weren't with him you would be you know right no but I, I feel like we need to be immediately like we have to pick sides immediately yeah like on the side especially of the victim just because you know it could be it, this could be true 
like very we, easily like, true. We live like, in a world. I have friends who we live in a are world gay. That that's possible. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I was like, I have friends who are gay. Like women have played a big role in my life. Like we need to have an open forum where a victim can come forward and say what he or she experienced or mm-hmm. went through, and not have people, oh, he's lying or she's lying or just that whole we that whole to, type we need of to way. Stop jumping to conclusions altogether. True. And then in my whole soliloquy, I kind of basically tied somehow. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I tied Trump and his administration mm-hmm. to it. Just about the blatant racism that occurs and, you know, which wasn't so in the forefront it wasn't, prior it wasn't to him. exposed as it wasn't as much in the, in the you know, light as it is. And now. all I got to say is to everybody who's heard that and who's brought it to my attention, I am well aware of what I said. I do not retract a single word of it. I still think Trump's administration is trash, and I think he still, some odd way, has something to do with this. Well, he's <laughs> under 17 different investigations. But the thing is, is you see, yeah, it's something he has. And actually, there's there's more now coming out, even in recent days. Um, even today, there was big news today that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one thing where where we, we we, it's easier to jump to the conclusion and not investigate all the bits and pieces because there are so many. And in, in the era of Trump especially, there's a scandal every day. Yeah. There's no way a human being, even on the news, that can keep up with it. Like, these people that are like like, like the Stephen Colbert's and these people have the nightly, nightly shows and yeah. the Rachel Maddow's and watch the, any Chris Matthews and, the, and even on the Fox News, they have to constantly... Be aware of every nuance, every article, and they have they, and they put out their spin. Um, I was reading something today about um, AOC. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, she was there was an article from the Washington Examiner, mm-hmm. and it was um, AOC. Uh, now uh, poor people poor people are not allowed into the AOC's luxury apartment building. Was the headline of the Washington Examiner? Right. All this was was uh, one of these attempts to bring her down a peg and showcase that she's not who says she, she says she is even though she lives that's that's her Washington apartment that okay. she couldn't afford like because of the shutdown right because the government was shut down and they think she didn't get her stipend for her rent for when she's staying in Washington to go to work okay so they're upset that her that she finally got an apartment now, and there's a there's a, a security gate of some kind. <laughs> you have to buzz your, and poor people can't just walk in. Poor people can't if if they if she invites a bunch of poor people, guess what? Those poor people are coming right on in. Right. But right. they want it's this like the headline versus the reality does not match. Right. Because they can narrate a whole context with a headline sentence. after headline headline. Yeah. To try and bring her down. The problem is is. Is people are get like that works for the Fox News, mm-hmm. but these these attacks don't work on her because she's she's on Twitter, she's on Instagram, and you're seeing the authenticity of it. And what we're missing in a lot of this in, in broadcast news, in politicians, politicians especially, is authenticity. Right. Because everyone is spinning the web in their direction. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really bad. Like. Freaking all these people, news reporters, all these people who have late night shows and stuff like they have like a great responsibility. And I don't know if a lot of people have enough tech integrity to. Well, the problem is, is is when you are working for a corporation Mm -hmm. 
and you are a, a media uh, entity, let's say if it's MSNBC, if it's CBS, if it's uh, Fox News, if it's all of those, right? they survive on corporate dollars for commercials, right? Yeah. They survive on access to... They survive on access to Mona. My dog's in here whining because she's not getting love. Um, <laughs> so I get Mona. You're good. Hey, chill. Come here. Um, so they survive on billions of dollars mm-hmm. of money going through sponsorships. And like you see all the time, oh, a sponsor dropped from Fox News because someone said something crazy, right? Right. Well, th- that's how they exist. So if they don't appease the corporate overlords that pay them, right? then they will have no news to give because they're not, giving, they're not, they're not there to funded. give news. So, yeah. so it's, 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 the big one for me is, is I would consider myself a progressive mm-hmm. um, on the, the spectrum of politics. Right. And you look at like, People going on MSNBC, which is supposed to be the the liberal the liberal news, the bastion right, right. for liberals and the extreme left, right? And they are so corporatized and so corporate Democrat, establishment Democrat, mm-hmm. that it's insane. It's insane when um, you look at uh, Anderson Cooper interviewing AOC, and they're and she's talking about the Green New Deal, and she's talking about all these policies and stuff that she wants to put forth. Basically, her ideology, right, right, right. right. The first thing he asks is, well, you, how are you going to pay for all that? Yeah. Which is the completely wrong question to ask. Because if I say, if, when when every year we have uh, a, a budget that we figure out for military, we figure out for what, where we're we spending the money for the year, right? Mm-hmm. The appropriations of all these all this money, which is one reason we had the, the shutdown, because we didn't want to appropriate money to dumbass's wall. Right. Right? So... They ask her, where do you get the money to pay for Medicare for all? Where's all this money going to come from? Right. That is a a terrible question for two reasons. One Mm -hmm. is the question should be, what's the difference between Medicare for all costs and our current costs? Medicare for all is cheaper than our current costs. Right. But the way they said it, it's, oh, it's going to cost $38 trillion for us to do, or $32, $32 trillion to do Medicare for all. It costs us $36 trillion, but no one ever says that part. The current system, which sucks, mm-hmm. and it's making, and Americans are going bankrupt and dying and not being able to fund themselves and not being able to feed their kids because they have to pay their bills and all this shit. It costs us more to do it that way than it would to do it Medicare for all. But the question is, how are you going to pay for all that money for Medicare for all? It is a... It's a weasel. It. It's a weaselly question. Yeah. Because it's like, hey, we're gonna save you money, dipshit. Right. It's gonna cost. <laughs> you're gonna get better health care for lower cost. That's what we want. Right. Alternatively, is the the second part of that is when Trump's tax cuts go in, no one asks him, well, "How are you gonna pay for all those tax cuts?" <laughs> that was never asked. Yeah. By anyone except for progressives. On top of that, when the military budget, which we just fucking almost doubled, yeah, which is the the if you combine the bottom three, the three uh, countries below us, mm-hmm. add up all their militaries combined, ours is twice as big. <laughs> Our military budget is 
uh, enormous. It's over 51% of our, ta- our tax dollars mm-hmm. goes to a budget for a military. The military, yeah. And to me, that's astronomical insane, but no one ever asks, how are we going to pay for that bonus we just gave to the military? That goes to, not the military, yeah. it goes to all of these, the military industrial complex of you know, Boeing and all these companies, and all they do is just make more shit to kill more people, or they make more shit, and they, as a company, they sell it to other countries. We sell it to other countries, and then right. we fight those people with our own weapons. So there's just all this shit that no one talks about. Right, right. But as soon as someone comes up with a good idea for, or an idea that will help benefit the, the American majority, people, yeah. yeah, it's how are you going to pay for it? Anderson Cooper, CNN, fake news headquarters, according to Trump, right? Yeah. Is asking AOC, how are you going to pay for healthcare for all? Doesn't these these are the like this is the twist yeah. that it has? Yeah, you know? it's, it's it's all about nuance. Like it's it, it's frustrating yeah. because yeah, yeah, it's exhausting too. Here's here's how I was keep up I, I've it. been talking about this recently to some coworkers and some some people who I like to talk politics with and religion and all this stuff with, and some of my people and someone asked me, okay, so how would you do it? Mm-hmm. I'm like, sure. That's a very valid. That's a great question, actually. How would I run the government? How would I do elections? How would I? Where would my where would money go? Right. How would I talk to like? How would my uh, interact with the press? All that stuff. So we ended up doing kind of like a like if I was running for president kind of thing. Yeah. And where I would start was would be with my platform would be very much along the, the lines of Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. which is who I I I, I who. God bless him came, even though there's no God. Hypothetically. Uh, <laughs> uh, hypothetically. Um, allegedly. Uh, allegedly. But, um, no, he started, he announced he was running today, and I was very excited about that because, um, A, I think he was, it was, his presidency was stolen from him the first go-around, mm-hmm. which we can get into later if you want. But um, I, I follow more in line of, uh, have you seen a documentary, um, Fahrenheit 11.9? Uh, Michael, Michael Moore's latest. It. I haven't seen it. No. Highly recommend that movie to everyone. Fahrenheit 11.9? Fahrenheit 11.9. It is um, basically how we got Trump as president okay. and how the country is uh, as a whole versus how it is portrayed in the news media and how it's been it's been manipulated into the into the hands of the, the few right. uh, to control the mass. Um, but one of the things he talks about is that in every single um, survey, this mm-hmm. does study that's done, um, Pew, all these, like they do all these studies all year long, is every study they've done in every category of policy, America mm-hmm. is liberal. Not even little liberal, majorly liberal. Okay. Like 70% of the country wants Medicare for all. Almost 95% of the country wants uh, background checks for guns. Um, there's just you just go down the list of every every topic, mm-hmm. as a as a, the population of the United States, the highest majority like mm-hmm. this is 50, 75, 85, 95 percent. Right. Each of the one of these categories falls into the left hand left hand side of the bracket. They're Democrats. The problem is is Republicans have been so good at gerrymandering mm-hmm. and can, and having a and getting their base to be active, right? Like the evangelicals and all stuff to vote against their own interests. They gerrymander the but districts. How are they doing that, though? It's a lot of it's propaganda, right? A lot of it's manipulating them to think they're doing one thing or think that the their their representatives are going to do the thing that they say they're going to do, and then they just don't do it, and they don't backtrack. They don't they don't 
they don't dis- they dismiss it altogether. Like right. we're always working to get you know the pop- people the middle class get tax breaks. When's the last time the middle class got a tax break? You don't know I don't, because yeah. they haven't got one. Right. The last time we had um, a, a thriving middle class mm-hmm. was before Reagan. Reagan fucked us. And everyone's like, oh, Reagan economics is the best. Ever. No. Reagan gave a major, major tax cut mm-hmm. to the wealthy corporations. They, they, he, he, he's the one that designed, basically put forth trickle-down economics that we all know is fucking bullshit. Right. It's like give the rich people money and they'll it'll run down their asshole back down to us below getting shit on. Yeah. And it just doesn't <laughs> it just doesn't work. Yeah. Because idiot. because their whole thing was right. money and um is a sign of success. If you're successful, you're gonna treat your you know, you're gonna you're gonna that success just runs off you like rain. Right, right. And this is not the truth. And so that tax cut royally fucked our entire setup. Come here. Yeah. Royally fucked our entire setup from that day forward. Then um, uh, Bush came in. Mm-hmm. He did a bunch of fucking even more tax cuts. And so the rich have been doing, they've been lobbying, the corporations have been lobbying, and little by little by little, they just stole more and more of our money, right, from underneath our noses. And what they do is the Republicans, for some reason, buy this shit. It, they say, hey, Pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, right? That's a very right. big, that's a common Republican talking point. Right. What that means is don't get any help from the government. Help us for corporations because corporations get subsidies. Corporations mm-hmm. get like tax breaks. Corporations can have loopholes so they can put their money offshore, all that shit. You don't get that. But if you're on welfare, well, that's, that's, I'm, I'm paying for your meals and I don't know you. Why should I? You got to pull yourself up for your own bootstraps. You, you got to be right, your own right, successful right. person. Right. That's Meanwhile, fucking... we had the 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 bank bailouts that fucking everyone, all of our tax dollars went to go bail out banks, who immediately did the same shit again. We're we're about to have another uh, crashed economy because Trump cut all the regulations to all these banks, and I mean we're just gonna be right back to where we started. Right. It's gonna happen. The bubble's gonna burst. It's it's projected very very in the near future. But not the fear monger, but that's just the way it is, you know? I believe that. I think something big is going to happen. I mean, pretty fucking just, soon. It, it's got to happen. Well, like, it's all got to come to a head. We can't sustain this, this, the way that things are now, mm-hmm. because what's happening is it's like, oh, wages are great. The economy is great. It isn't. That's a perspective. For rich people, it's fucking awesome. They love it. How many stocks do you have, right? Yeah. What's your portfolio look like? If you're if you're a mega millionaire, it's looking great for you because the stock market's doing fine. It, it dipped down. Oh, now it's coming back right up again. But that doesn't f- affect anyone on the level of, right. of the of middle class right. and below. It literally we're just the fucking drones that go to work every day, and we we fund these corporations because they're mm-hmm. feeding off of our backs. So I mean that's I can go on a tirade about that shit, but yeah, it's. But at the end it, of the day, it's, yeah. At the end of the day, what it boils down to is. Is if I were running for office, mm-hmm. I would have, mm-hmm. I would have, take the identity politics out of it. Okay. I don't care what color you are, how old you are, what what whatever your bullshit is. Right. I don't care. What I care about is your policy. What are you gonna do for me as my representative and leader of my people of mm-hmm. my country? Right. You don't. I don't work for you. You work for me. And the best way to do that would be, every 
person that wants to run for office has to meet a standard. And that standard would be whatever that may be. Like you, you have to get um, enough support to get to reach a marker. And that marker then, let's say there's 20 people on the ballot. Right. But the ballot wouldn't be names. When you go to, when, as a voter, when you go to vote, there's no names anywhere on the, the, okay. the sheet. Yeah. What it is is policies. Right. So are you for or against said policy? Are you for or against said policy? And you vote on policy on only. Policy only, yeah. I like that. What happens is, is whoever gets the most points mm-hmm. in the system, like it's almost like a point system, whatever yeah. you want to call it, is that would tie back to a certain candidate. Right. And that candidate has to then, that becomes president, mm-hmm. okay? And instead of every four years we have an election, every two years we, have a, we, have, we, we, have, we check up on his ass. Has he been constantly working towards the goals and policies that he put forth that we voted on? Mm-hmm. Right, if not, we get rid of his ass, and the next one up goes up. Yeah, for two and so years. So we find and, the right and one. And here's the thing: and if we do that, and you can you can stay consistent mm-hmm. up to eight years, you can okay. be president for eight years, just like you're, just like now. Right. Right. But every two years, we check up on your ass to make sure you're trying to do the things that you said you were going to try and do. Yeah. We still Actions. have we still have the checks Actions and balances louder. Yeah. We still have the checks and balances. For each of these said, uh, you know, there's legislative and the and the judicial, mm-hmm. and then the the presidential. Those branches would all stay, right? But it would also work for congressmen, and congressmen w- would have term limits, right? Judiciaries would have term limits. You can you're if you get a, uh, chosen not by the people mm-hmm. to be a Supreme Court judge. Do you vote for Supreme Court judges? I don't. The people we put in office <laughs> who then fucking lie to us and do whatever the fuck they want to do and they think it's best for us, even right. though they're getting money from lobbying groups and getting money from corporations and they spend 95% of their time fundraising, mm-hmm. not legislating. Those right. people are the ones that sit in front of a, a, a big jury, ask a bunch of bullshit questions that they know the guy's not going to answer correctly. Right. And the president in the office is going to pick the guy who's going to do his bidding. That yeah. shit's all going to got to go. It's all got to go. Mm-hmm. So the way I approach it is it's policy over personality. It's That's all it's sell, though, is personality. Like, that's all we see. It's because how, that's the show. Yeah. That's the kabuki theater of politics. I hate that shit. Like, it's exhausting to even keep up with. Sometimes I just, like, completely you just to, let it go. Sometimes you have I to just check tune out. it out. Sometimes you have to check out. I just tune sure. it out, and then, like, somebody will bring something up, like, hey, did you hear... AOC this or did you hear Kamala, Kamala Harris? I'm like, yeah, I haven't even really even But the thing is is like <laughs> is you, you there's a two sides of this coin is you have to participate. Right. And you have to not let it swallow you whole. Right. Cuz it can do that. It can do instance. both. It can make you very depressed, but mm-hmm. like activism can be done in, in on the microscopic scale and then on the macroscopic scale. Right. Right? So you can donate to a candidate like Bernie Sanders raised three point three million dollars in one in, in literally a few hours of him announcing. Oh, that's oh, really. Damn, and it's I not by that. it's not by corporations. It's by people like you and me who can barely afford our fucking next meal. Right. Right. Because we invest in people who are authentic. Mm-hmm. And Bernie Sanders is the most authentic. He's the most popular politician in the country. Yeah. Because I, I literally just read this the other day or earlier today. Bernie Sanders won his Vermont mayoral race mm-hmm. by 10 votes. Ten I, think I, I think I read that vote somewhere. 
difference. Yeah. He won by 10 votes. That's what started this chain. He has been fighting for women's rights, for LGBT rights, for um, uh, the poor, the for women's or uh, um, uh, minority. He's been fighting for those mm-hmm. from day one when no one else was. Right. Like he's been arrested. Yeah. He's been arrested on this on the the on the steps of Capitol Hill, multiple <laughs> times, as a, a Bernie politician. Is, Bernie's a beast, man. He is. And Bernie is a beast. <laughs> he, people want to use. Uh, oh, he's too old. Well, guess what? He's. A thousand times more sane than Trump is. Right. And Trump is, he's going to, like, Trump and him are really close to the same age. But the test isn't how old you are. Because, I like, look at Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. That lady is falling apart. But she has to survive. Yeah. Because we can't give Trump three judicial picks. Right. Because we we got one stolen from us, but from uh, Mitch McConnell, that piece of shit, turtleneck motherfucker. (laughs) If he gets two, if he gets one more, mm-hmm. that's it. That's the show, because the the we're outnumbered essentially. We're outgunned mm-hmm. against the the left and the right on the on the. But digital. we will be for a long time though. And we will be because yeah, there's no be, yeah. term limits it's, because they have to wait for those motherfuckers to die before we can move on to the next judiciary. That is fucking crazy. It is. It is crazy. That is. N- there's no term limit, so you can stay there as long. Is it? It is a lifelong as you like. Wow, that's crazy. Lifelong appointment. And what's fucked up is... That is, is crazy. Like, do you know about uh, Citizens United, that, that decision? Citizens no. So Citizens United is probably the most... Uh, one of the most... It's, 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 on the, it's on the level of uh, Roe, v, Roe v. Wade. Okay. On the effect it has on our society. Right. Roe, v. Wade, Roe v. Wade was about abortion. Citizens United is about corporations are people. Money is a voice. Okay. So as a company... I can give your campaign millions of dollars if I want to as a company. Right. And that's free speech. It's fucking bullshit. So yeah. you have the Koch brothers, which I love that people know their names now because for a long time, no one knew who the Koch brothers were. Okay. They were puppet masters for years. They have lobbying firms. They have think tanks. They're conservative through and through. Mm-hmm. They have manipulated our government so much like George Bush exists because of of Koch brothers. Yeah, but like George Bush Jr., not senior. Yeah. Um, uh, you have people like Ted Cruz. You have people like uh, Mitch McConnell. All these guys exist because they get money from the Koch brothers. It's fucking crazy. It is. It is absolutely yeah, absurd. That is so crazy. Citizens United allowed for people to uh, uh, very wealthy people. Because uh, do you know the limit that one individual can give to a candidate? Uh, an individual? Con- yeah, as a, as a, as a, to support your candidate, how much money can you give? I don't know. It's $1,500. That's it. $1,500. That's, 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 yeah. that's where it caps out. Yeah. So as a corporation, though, what's the limit? A shit ton. Three there times isn't. more than that. There's not a limit at all? I can give to your pack buckets. Buckets. <laughs> so you're ready. Yeah. And that's the other thing. There's also packs. Mm-hmm. So uh, political, political action committees. Right. So those are a scam as well because they're not a person. So they can give as much as they want. So what they do is they take – you can donate to a PAC mm-hmm. as much as you want to. And that PAC can then donate to the candidate. But you don't control what the PAC actually donates to, right? 
but they, they part of their thing is like don't you donate to us we'll donate for you and you're so, okay, so okay. there's um there's there's packs for everything Koch brothers have packs they have mm-hmm. this is how the the politics is of the day is done so they spend you spend people fundraise to get right. money so what happens is is let's say have you ever called any representative have you ever no. called the government or your representative say hey I want to, this is what, how I feel about what you're doing, right? No, no. Everyone can do that. It's very, very easy. Okay. You just look up, what is my congressman's phone number? And you can leave voicemails. Okay. For your congressman. And it's a great way because, like, the, someone literally, their job is to go through you're and, fucking and, trash. Take, and, and take the memos down <laughs> of every person that calls. Yeah. So when you, you'll see uh, during, um, like, times of great protest, you'll say, call your congressman, call your congressman. Yeah. That's what they're talking about. Okay. Right? Yeah. So here's the other trick. When you call them, you're calling his office and talking to some lackey who's taking a memo down that the, who knows if that person will ever see it, right? Right, right. Guess what you do when you are a Koch brother? You call them, your Congress, the congresspeople directly. Mm-hmm. You go, bitch, you need to f- get in line or I'm not giving you no more money. And they get in line toot sweet because in, in a jiffy. the only way they maintain power right. is that they continue to fundraise money. Money in politics is is literally we've legalized bribery mm-hmm. in our country, and it's all happened in front of our eyes. They didn't. They barely even hit it. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So that that's got to go. So I'm yeah. gonna give a, a couple of plugs. Uh, Wolfpack.com uh-huh. is uh, a pack that is designed to get money out of politics. Okay. So its whole job is to not exist. So if you donate to the Wolfpack, mm-hmm. you do, that money goes to candidates like AOC, mm-hmm. like Bernie Sanders, to support them because those people have sworn an oath and and follow along the terms and conditions of that pack okay. of not taking one dollar of corporate money. Okay. And they will work. To I was reading that the get rid of money Ka- and Kamala politics. Harris. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's not taking any of it as well. Have well, you that's have tricky. you kept up with her? So here's here's my here's my take on Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. She speaks a good game, but her track record is kind of shitty. Right. So this is what you have to go on with these people. You can't take what they say. You have to take what they've done. Mm-hmm. Right? So Bernie's the one of the best examples because his policies have not changed. The things he's fighting for have not changed. Right. And nowadays are what people are collectively like, oh, yeah, we should be. We should have been doing this for a long time. Bernie's been saying it since the 70s. Like, so with Kamala Harris, um, her... Her position on marijuana has changed. Mm-hmm. Her position on uh, Medicare for All has changed, and now she's saying she's for Medicare for All, but like a version of it, which is you got to work, out, watch out for these weasel words, right? Oh, Medicare, uh, I like Medicare Extra, or I like Medicare um, Advantage, or like so they'll say Medicare for All, but they're not and talking create, about the same yeah. thing. They're yeah. talking about a different, a whole different set of like a, just a version of it. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of um, kind of close. Yeah. I mean, she's she's talking a good game though. But like I've been, I've been reading a lot. She about it. she she came up firing, which is good. But the problem I have with her is a couple things. One is she is a bit of a bandwagoner. She's taking a pulse of the room and then twisting the policies and to game the system. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of shit that Hillary used to do. Right. And she's more of an established Democrat or a corporate Democrat mm-hmm. than she is a progressive. She's almost wearing a progressive mask coming out to run because right. that's where Bernie has brought the party. Right. Bernie brought the party far left 
not far left, but left, more accurate to what the, the, the American people are. Right. That he's more aligned with the American people. Yeah. She was closer to a moderate to the right. So she, when she says she's not taking uh, corporate money, she'll still take PAC money. Right. But PAC money can still be corporate money. So you got to be very careful with that, what these people say. Yeah, yeah. Um, her, her foreign policy is a little bit uh, rough because some of her past votes have supported some wars that and some some initiatives. She's right. also was a part. Um, I her, believe her thoughts her thoughts on uh, prison inmates and stuff like that. Well, that has that, that's 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 evolved, and we want that to evolve. Yeah. But we want to evolve in policy, not personality. Right. So there's there's websites where you guys can go to uh, if you want to. Where I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but it's easy to search. Where you type in what you're, what you like, it's a list of policies, and you vote, oh, okay, I like that, I like that, I like this, I like this, and it aims you towards a candidate who best represents you. Right. So, I highly recommend the, those kind of things because it'll help you to determine are you voting for someone because everyone else is? Are you voting for someone because you they sound cool? Right. What are their policies? Policy, policy, policy. It's the most boring part of the program, but it's the only part that matters, mm-hmm. right? It's like when you go when you go watch a hockey game, right? Yeah. The only the only thing that matters is the scores that are happening over time to decide who wins. Right, right. It's not the, the fights, the fights and... it's not the the missed <laughs> shots, it's the totality of it all. Yeah. So you got to look at the whole picture. And um another one is uh, Amy Klobuchar. She's she's a she's a peach this one. Okay. So she is a Kamala Harris too, I believe. Don't don't quote me on this, but I think they're both they were both for um, uh, the oh, what's the word? What's the um, the policy where the CIA can spy on us? Um, okay. The, it was during 9/11. Um, they gave the government essentially the the ability to uh, spy on our on on the U.S. citizens. They were they were both for that. So. There's these things that like so look up their policy standpoints. Okay. Don't go by oh she she sounded cool she sounds tough. Sounding tough isn't being tough. It's two different. It's things. two different things. And it's people world are, of different things. Yeah. Like if you look at people like Ted Cruz, mm-hmm. Ted Cruz is a slimy creep. <laughs> like no one likes him in, in politics, but he how he wins. Yeah. Right is by blowing a bunch of smoke up people's asses. Right. Right. But when it comes down to it. Like he even he was one of the most anti-Trump people in the world, and now he's like standing behind him, cowering in, in the corner, like hoping to get some some dust off of uh, Trump's Trump. dandruff, like <laughs> yeah. And so these people don't have they don't have the they don't have souls, and even though I don't even believe in souls, yeah, they don't have they don't have a humanity left in them because they've it's all been ripped out of them by money, because they will bend over backwards for the people who donate to their campaigns. Mm-hmm. They will not bend over backwards to fight for you. So, right, give money, support those that will fight for you, who have shown they will fight for you, and give them your vote. Because that's the yeah. only way this thing works. Yeah. And right now, money is the money is the the, the, the name of the game. It's the name of the game. Yeah. But if that's ever going to change, you mm-hmm. have to put people in there who want to change it. Like, Nancy Pelosi does not want to have corporate money taken out of the system. Right. She's the she's one of the best fundraisers the government has ever seen. Mm. And here's the thing that people don't know, or they do, and they don't talk about it much, is as Republicans and Democrats, right. who, of the corporations, do they give their money to one and the other, or do they give them to both? They give them to both. Right. 
because they win either way. It's a shell game. Corporations give money to the Democrats and they give money to the Republicans, so they both do their bidding. Most policies mm-hmm. that uh, legislators, like senators and, and people in the House, sign are not read by senators and representatives in the House. They're not written by senators and representatives in the House. They're written by lobbyists. Those lobbyists are like, well, we'll bring forth, here's how, here's what we want you to do. Right. Or someone will come up with a policy, it goes through these lobby groups, these think tanks, mm-hmm. and they're like, we don't like this, take that out, put this in there, we, that, that's not going to happen, you got to do that. And they, they make changes. There's, um, there's a couple documentaries out there that kind of showcase this, mm-hmm. where the press is not allowed to go into these convention halls where these um, like uh, Axon, um, Exxon Mobil and and they're they're making policy about climate change. They're making policies right. about what to do about climate change, and legislators don't even like they, they get these bills. They don't read them because there's often not enough time. There's like the you know there's pages thick. Pages, they have, yeah. They have crazy. they have um, aides go yeah. through, give them the highlights. But mm-hmm. I mean, you've seen recently in the last few years where Congress people are saying. This just came to us yesterday, and you're taking a vote on it this morning. Like, it, is not, it hasn't even been 18 hours yet, and we're right. supposed to read 750 pages? <laughs> like, this stuff happens all the time. And right. the reason it happens is because Republicans especially manipulate, uh, scam, force, uh, do weird, goofy tricks, gerrymander. They are the sneakiest group of people. On the other side, and they don't quit. They don't. They, it's win or nothing, right? They're just balls to the wall. We're gonna right. make these policies happen. Fuck what anyone thinks. We're doing what we always do. We're gonna take over and be in control. The Democrats are like, no, but wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> they don't. They they, they 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 have consistently been weak. Right. They consistently have like coddled. Like, well, if we if we if we fight enough, we can get a compromise in there, so we can do, like. They put a bill uh, once, uh, I can't remember the name of the bill, it's like HR something, something, something. But uh, it was this thing, and then the Republicans t- take it, and they, they, make, they make amendments to it. And okay. it's given back to them, and the, 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 the party that submit these bills mm-hmm. was like, all right, so we don't like those changes, so it's a back and forth, back and forth, back, so it's a voted on, voted on, voted on, voted on, and all these have amendments. Until they can both agree, that, okay, we're, we're, we both like stuff in the bill. This bill had 95 of what the Republicans wanted and 5% of what the, um, yeah, the Democrats wanted. It was a Democratic bill. It was written by <laughs> the Democrats. And they're yeah. like, well, we got 5%. It was whittled down to garbage nothing right. because Republicans didn't like what was in it because it, it would affect their livelihood, mm-hmm. like affect them personally. And that's the only, thing, the only time anything's ever changed is when people feel it themselves. Right. And it's fucked up because there's no empathy, especially in the government. There's no empathy in the government whatsoever. This fucking shutdown was no, it was not no empathy at all because when's the last time Trump went to a park and had to use the toilet at the park? Right. Right. So it's just, they're just so out of touch Mm -hmm. that they, they put forth these, these ideas that think are good for the country when they have no real world. It's like, it's like the CEO of a company going, going to sitting next to you to see how you do your job. That's never gonna happen. Right. It's there's no real world, no ground level experience. Right. It's high and mighty power, extremism, all this shit because the powers that be. They're, that's what they built the system 
and that's why people are like like I ask myself all the time, why does Mitch McConnell even do any of this shit? What right. is what is in it for Mitch McConnell to fuck people over over and over and over again? Yeah. To have the power. That's it. He doesn't make a lot of money being a fucking uh, senator. Right. Right? He's not making trillions of dollars a year. He's not a billionaire. Well, he kind of is. Um, Probably close to it. Well, he is because he gets all this fucking money. Um, but right. he, he he's basically ruining the lives of his own constituents, mm-hmm. ruining the lives of his own party, all to win. It's power. Anyway. It's crazy. <laughs> It's 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 politics. It's it's just a lot. Like I, I I try to keep up with a lot of it, but sometimes I just like mentally just well this is this just check out. Is like not like when I was a kid, when I was in the, when I was in college, it was uh, Bush, and we had the Daily Show, and the Colbert Report came a little bit after that, and that was how we saw how fucking gross the mainstream media is. Right. Right. Cause, yeah. And because they exposed it and and. What was funny is the truth was coming out of a comedian's mouth. Mm-hmm. It wasn't coming out of a newscaster's mouth. And that was a big change. Because when my parents were growing up, the news was was church. It was... It was sacred. It, it was... was uh, Walter Cronkite. Yeah. You know, it was... <laughs> yeah, I can say that. My dad... my mom, Like, when I was a kid, like they watched the news faithfully. Like... It's like ten o'clock news, and the seven yeah. o'clock news, and, and then the me like news. I, I don't watch the news pretty much at all. No one does. I, mean, I don't watch. It is it is a medium that I watch the news on YouTube to, to see, and I bounce around from MSNBC to CNN to the Young Turks to Fox News. Right. So I try to get a vast picture. Um, but what's funny is is seeing the the amount of of all all falling down the same rabbit holes, mm-hmm. and they they can't see they're, they're so in their own bubble they can't see it and this is what people are frustrated by yeah like can't see the forest from the trees exactly um, <laughs> no pun no pun <laughs> uh, but the and the other thing too is is as people are trying to live their lives and mm-hmm. that's the thing is is they're more focused on paying their bills and and you know going to work and and raising their kids and and all this stuff that they don't have time to keep up with this stuff. Right. The news is supposed to be the the, the information to send um, um, avenue. Like th- that's the that's how people get their news. Right. Their information to keep up informed because an informed populace mm-hmm. is a is the only way to have a democracy. Right. Right. If you're not informed, you're not going to make a decision that's going to benefit you. The problem is, is they shortcut. They shortcut because ratings. Ratings brings sponsorships. Sponsorships build giant buildings that they can be in. It's all about fucking money. Like it's 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 like it, with all this shit, you have to choose between money and like fucking integrity almost. You know it's, it, it's very true. I mean it's there are some there are some really good um mm-hmm. and every once in a while, even like the MSNBC and those and those places, like I watch all of them. I watch them with a very skeptical eye and I like to, I'll go from one of the best things to do is watch uh um, a, a video or a clip from the news of MSNBC, MSNBC or CNN and then go to the Young Turks about the same subject matter, right? Mm-hmm. This piece of news came out today. Here's how CNN handled it. Here's how the Young Turks handled it. You'll see a very vast difference mm-hmm. because the Young Turks aren't, they don't have corporations funding them. They don't have sponsorships from from Coca-Cola and uh, ExxonMobil and right. all these billion-dollar billion dollar companies. companies. 
that have a vested interest in targeting that market. Yeah. Right. So their bias is that they're progressives, not that they're profit making entities based on sponsorships right. from other corporations. So it's just, you'll see a vast contrast. And what I often see mm-hmm. is, and like not everything that they say, and am I for or against? I come in as a case by case basis. Right. And I will say, wow, they, like no one else is saying that shit and mm-hmm. pointing that shit out. Another one is Jimmy Dore. Um, he's a comedian. He's a little bit, um, I hate saying it this way, but he, he has a little bit of the Alex Jones kind of vibe okay. but for the for the left. Yeah. Um, like he was, uh, he, he's, he did not vote for Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. right? Because he, he Bernie got fucking, the, 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 it's yeah. the primary stolen from him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, fuck that bitch. I'm not voting for her. He's very anti-New York Times. He's anti all these news that lie to you on a constant basis. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can't watch that shit. It's just, it's just propaganda. And he's right. Because New York Times, out of every war we've ever been uh, a part of, mm-hmm. it is not supported once. Every time, whether it was justified or not, New right. York Times was like, so he has, a, he has a, 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 a bias against these media, but he has a, he has a point. Yeah. So it's like, you can't, you can't be cultified. And I think that's all we do nowadays. Is yeah. There's I call it the Apple, the iCult. It's because the, these Apple is a is a corporation that has convinced their their public right. to, like, iPhone is the best thing for you. It's a solution for your all your problems. You live in the <laughs> Apple world and it'll work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you won't have to think much about anything else. Yeah. Meanwhile, they 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 do things to their own customers on purpose to basically rape and pillage them of their money. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all in the open, but people don't know that it's happening to them. They're not willing to be aware. It's for sure happening to me. Yeah. I've had an iPhone since, like, iPhone 5 or some shit. And my, <laughs> I, I work with phones all the time, and my, my thing is, is, is what do you know about the, the Moto Z3? I don't. What do you know about the Google Pixel? I know every time I see a commercial, I kind of want to switch to get a fucking Pixel. Because Google's got some magic happening. Um, what do you know about the Samsung S9 Plus? I don't know anything. The thing is, is Apple has convinced their their the people who buy their product mm-hmm. that there is nothing else worthy of an iPhone. iPhone is the best phone. Right. But do you hear how <laughs> do you hear how iPhone users talk about like their phone every day? But here's <laughs> but here's the thing: is when it comes down to buying a new phone, right? What do they pay for? The same shit that they're complaining about. It's like crazy. It's like, it well, is, it is. I don't know. I don't know how your phone works, but I have an iPhone. So we can, uh, <laughs> my first, like, I said that one day. I was like, to some girl, I was like, uh, she has a, she has a, I think she has a Pixel or something. Sure. And I'm like, I was like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Like, I know with my iPhone, like, I can block callers from calling my phone. And then she's like, <laughs> you know, I can do that shit too. Right? I was like, I just. So here's, here's, here, here's what I tell every Apple user I talk to that, that is willing to have a conversation about it. Right. Is. <laughs> what are the benefits of an iPhone? Top three. Top three benefits of my iPhone? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Security? I'll give you some hints. <laughs> Go ahead. Here's the most popular. <laughs> iMessage? iMessage is pretty FaceTime? Legit. Okay. iCloud. Right? Mm-hmm. So those are sold to you by Apple as perks of having iPhone. Mm-hmm. Right? So I don't have an iPhone. And iMessage is the best messaging system ever built. So why don't you iMessage me? I can't. Oh, it's something your iMessage can't do? 
Why is that a good thing? Well, because it's supposed to create this family-like... No. <laughs> it's supposed to get people to keep having an iPhone because if you, you're you not going to have iMessage anymore. So iMessaging is literally a text app that works on Wi-Fi. That's right. basically it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that Android has a something very similar to that? Oh, wait, there's like 30 versions of the same shit because it's really easy to do and often better. <laughs> that is hilarious. FaceTime is another one. FaceTime. Oh, cool. Yeah. So here's my question. Um, I have a Pixel. It doesn't come with FaceTime. You can't FaceTime me. Why is that a good thing? But guess what you can do? What? Skype, Tango, Duo. There's a bunch of apps. Google Duo that uh, is probably the most prevalent on the Android side. Right. A, works better. And B, you can have it on your iPhone and I can have it on my Android. <laughs> that seems to be a better solution but the trick is you have to do some work. You have to download an app. How <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> hey, it, did, it doesn't like, just yeah. come on my phone. <laughs> Why isn't it just there? This is the stupid shit that people like are obsessed with, right? Is, yeah. oh, can you FaceTime me? Yeah, while well, I go get a Kleenex <laughs> for my tissue. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. <laughs> they've co-opted this world and it's not, it is literally. They've done a great job then. It's, well, the thing is, they're good at marketing. That's the best thing they ever done. Like, marketing for them is genius because they've made a cult-like atmosphere. Like, yeah. you look at, with disdain, what you did until the Google came out, usually. Yeah. You look at a person who doesn't have an iPhone, like, oh, they must not be able to afford one. <laughs> well, no. I'm, 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 I'm talking in generalities. Yeah, I'm yeah. not talking to you specifically. Or, oh, my God. I, I've literally had people say this. You don't have an iPhone? Here's my, here's my favorite, why is this funny? Here's my, here's my favorite question. Is when people come in to buy a, a new phone, let's say they have an iPhone, let's say they have an iPhone 7 Plus, right? Mm -hmm. And they come in and they go, yeah, I want to get a new iPhone. Okay. Why? <laughs> oh, um, well, I, this one's I've had it for a while, so I just want to get the new one. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you like about the new one? Oh, I don't know. Would you tell me what it does? I don't know the difference. I just know it's better. <laughs> just know. That's the reality, right? That's fucking crazy. That's the fucking reality. And the trick is... But that's me. Like, I like I don't even... When I upgrade my phone, I don't even go and shop other phones. I'm like, yeah, just, just give me the newest iPhone. And just. guess what? <laughs> the only reason you're in there is because Apple pushed you without you even knowing it, more than likely. Yeah. Probably so no. Software updates. Mm-hmm. This phone getting slower. You like? Let me go. Well, here, this is, I, I love telling people this. I teach. I, I I will talk. I can do a whole podcast about my disdain for Apple. But the trick is, and this is for everyone's edification, mm -hmm. software updates are bad for your phone. They're Does bad Apple for tell you that? I didn't know that either. Software updates hurt your phone. When you get a new phone, mm -hmm. it has what the newest software available on it, right? Mm -hmm. Why? Because that's the software it was built for. To run the processor in that phone is built to run the software that it came with right why would you do it any other way right mm -hmm. the case is is you have a phone that's two generations behind that phone came with software that was the newest software and a processor to run that software right right okay i see where you're going 
I see where you're taking me. Software updates are built for phones that have a processor that are better than the one you have in your phone. But Apple, hey, update your software, update your software, update your software, update your software. And guess what happens to your phone? Slows down. Because you're running software that's way too big for a processor it was designed for. There's more to that, but that's the simplest answer. Why does your battery life suck? Because you're running apps that are designed for a processor that's much better than the one you have on your phone. Right. Like facial recognition that your phone doesn't even have. iPhone 7 Plus doesn't have facial recognition. Mm -hmm. iPhone 10 does. Yeah. When you do a software update, do you think they take out the parts that aren't going to... No, it's just one flat, right? One, so the software one. gets bigger. Yeah. That's why your phone gets buggier. That's why you're... And they do this to you every year. Now... It happens on the Android side as well. Google does it because they have to sell new phones, they have new processors, they have new bells and whistles. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But they are not as forceful, and Apple does it in a much heavier package. So they'll crush their older phones, and they literally have come out and said they do it on purpose. Because they're saying they're optimizing your phone to run better. But the trick is mm -hmm. they're making your phone suck because when you first got it, it ran like a champ. If you don't update your software, mm -hmm. you won't have those problems. Now, there's the bug fixes. So there's iOS 12, then mm -hmm. iOS 12.1.2.3.4, all these little yeah. in between. Those are good for your phone. Right. Because they fix the problems that they didn't fix when they made the software in the first place. Right. But the so complete, the, bug, the complete yeah, but software. Going from 12 to 13 or 11 to 12 or 10 to 11, don't do those. But here's the trick. Mm-hmm is apps like Uber and a bunch of other apps will not work unless you have the newest iOS. So if you want to use your phone, mm -hmm. you have to, or you want to use apps on your phone, which is what I guess uh, a few of us do, right? <laughs> Just a couple. Just a couple. <laughs> to use most of the apps on the Apple market, mm -hmm. you have to have the uh, most up-to-date iOS. So if you have an iPhone 7 Plus, mm -hmm. you can't use Uber if you don't have the most up-to-date software. This is fucking nuts, man. And this is not a conspiracy theory yeah. at all. This yeah. is the reality. They blatantly came out and said, yeah, 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 we did it. We're going to keep doing it. <laughs> because that's the moneymaker. Now they have phones. This makes me think of the, uh, of, I'm in a group chat with like a bunch of my friends. Yeah. And like we all have an iPhone. There's like nine of us in a group chat. Mm -hmm. And there's one particular guy mm -hmm. who we just don't let into it because this is going to like... Because the tech, like the te his text messages, I swear they come up out of order, like all, like all types of stuff. So like, we're well, like whose fault is that? His. It's not his. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not his. We were like, yo, we we Apple, ended that we ended Apple, that conversation about fifteen minutes ago. Yeah. Apple <laughs> makes it that way. Yeah, it's on. It's the computer that you're running it on is an Apple computer running Apple software. Me and him wouldn't have that problem. You and I wouldn't have that problem. Right. It's Apple. <laughs> like, yo, bro, you gotta. My my other favorite thing is when people yeah. say like, oh, like these, especially girls who are like, I, I like, I, I'm a vegan. I don't like violence. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm pro life, pro choice. Right. I'm all these things. Like, I'm not, a, I'm not a violent person. Hippy dippy stuff, right? Yeah. Holding an iPhone. And why does that matter? Foxconn. Do you know what Foxconn is? It's the the company mm -hmm. that makes iPhone. And guess what Foxconn has 
on the outside of their buildings. Suicide nets. On the outside of their buildings? They have things called suicide nets. Okay. Because they force their workers to work so many hours, mm-hmm. and if they don't keep up with quota, it's it's basically, it's because um, the, the, the culture there is a little bit more like, you need to work and meet quota or else you're you're, you're losing your dignity, mm-hmm. right? And so people will... Is this a U.S. company? No. Uh, Foxconn, well, Apple uses Foxconn. Yeah. And they're they're based in um, Japan or China. I can't remember the one, either one. Okay. Or, I mean, it's, there's parts of it in South Korea and there's parts of it in, um, in China. But anyway, um, these suicide nets are around the building. And the reason is, is because people would rather commit suicide mm-hmm. than be fired because it would bring so much shame onto their families and things like that. So what the fuck? Your iPhone is made by basically damn near sweatshop slave labor style uh, uh, situation. So much so that it was such a problem that Mm -hmm. the the way to solve the problem was to put nets because people were jumping off the fucking buildings. Like Google it. Like you look at right now. It is it is no fucking joke. That is fucking nuts. It's, I didn't know that. Yeah, and this is stuff that like, I mean, it's easy to be a follower, right? It's easy to be. It's well, there's a quote I can't remember what it is, but it's like it's easier to be the sheep than the wolf. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, the like we are designed to be tribal. We are mm-hmm. designed because we our ancestry is like we come from pockets of people and those pockets of people survive by all everyone sharing a similar ideology and and relying on one another, right? So right. We have, which and tribalism is kind of turned an ugly cheek nowadays. But the problem is is like-minded people tend to survive. But that that like-minded people now is online. Right? Right. So People don't have the wherewithal to un- like to question everything they have about their lives. They don't question their beliefs. They don't question their their jobs. They don't question the the things they buy. They don't question because they're surviving. Right. So it's hard to question something that you think is good for you. But the problem is, is marketing is designed to convince you you need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all it is. It's all it is. So. Knowing, knowing what kind of, knowing like what products you buy and, and how they affect, you know, the world that you live in. Right. Is, it's, it's something to, to, to take a little moment to, to try and understand because it's, it's, it can be a, a, a shitty thing to be a part of. Yeah. But at the same time as I'm, I live in a world where I try to make my bang for buck. Like my, I want the value of I that I spend to be worth the money that I've earned. Right. And often people use money as a convenience. I'll just, I'll just pay for it and get out of the way so I don't have to think about it. We live in a world, I would say, of people mm-hmm. trying not to think about stuff. They're Absolutely. looking for a distraction. Absolutely. So they'd rather pay someone to do something to do for the them than for them, to yeah. learn how to do that thing and do it themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of an odd man out. I like teaching myself new shit as much as possible. Right. I want to know two things. How does my world work? Mm-hmm. And how do I learn the skills to do things for myself? I can't do everything. I'm not great with that, but I will. I try to learn. But I know where my weaknesses are. Right. And I will. I will look to other people who have spent time to learn that that task yeah. and learn it with them, or you know, get some guidance from them at least. Yeah. But nowadays, it's like I'll just you know, someone someone, someone will do it. 
I'll just pay him to do it. That's his profession. Yeah. yeah. I'm 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 guilty of that. I'm just like, let me just it's it's, fuck it. it's the world I can, we live in. I can do an oil change, but I just say fuck it. Let me yeah. just take it to this guy and pay him mm-hmm. eighty bucks. Yeah. To- <laughs> we pay we yeah. we spend so much money for convenience that we kind of lost the the even the interest in taking satisfaction in doing a job yourself. Right, right. And not everyone has the skill set to do stuff, but I think if 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 more people took the time to do some sort of creative, like problem solving, right. in their lives, I think we'd have a much, much more informed and much more intellectual base of uh, for our country. I do agree. Um, like solving your own problems is a really amazing thing to do. Right. I hate when people make their problems other people's problems. That's that's not how a society should run. Mm, yeah. But at the same time as we also have to look out for those who can't look out for themselves. So we have to know where that line is too. Yeah. It's one to weave. But it's one of those crazy things, man. Yeah. I was um I don't know. I guess I guess one thing that I found interesting, man, is uh this whole I don't know Steve Harvey and Monique, they had like a I saw, you saw I, a clip I, for that? I, I saw that in my news feed, but I didn't yeah. I didn't pay any attention to it because I I knew it would be something that I would either be annoyed by or not have no interest in. Yeah, I mean, I thought it like seems trivial is what I did. Yeah, the that kind of pop culture. They're going shit, to yeah. I don't really care about that stuff either. Yeah. But like, just like the content and what they were talking about, and like I have a big problem with Steve Harvey to begin with. But I have a, I'm, um, he's always been this. So I don't know if I haven't like I have a problem with him too, but it's just kind of one of those things where it's like this annoying bug that just exists but I know he's who funny. he is I know how he gives it up like I know you know he's like I'm gonna keep my ch- truths in check I'm gonna keep my ego in check because I gotta get paid yeah. and Monique was basically like that's not how I'm gonna like live like I know my worth like basically the whole integrity over money thing again yeah. Um, I'm gonna be true to me be yeah. true to myself yeah. as opposed to just trying to you know, and I think they were saying Steve Harvey makes like seventy million a year. I was reading, yeah. um, and it was like he's talking about if he doesn't basically, I don't know, uh, com- like conform into what I guess these people think he should be. He's talking about generations ahead of him. Yeah, are gonna crumble. Jesus Christ! Well, this, let me this have is, let me the, have one of those millions. This is the problem. <laughs> this is the problem with people of wealth because they they become out of touch. They think that they're um, because they have been so successful, they see money as success. Yeah, I don't. Me. I think I think money can actually get in the way of success. Okay. Yeah. Uh, success can blind you to the reality of the world, and I don't think you can be successful if you don't live in a reality uh, in, a, in a realistic environment. Right. Like, like Trump has never had a realistic environment. He's he's been coddled by his dad. He's been living in a, a, a billionaire's life, even though he doesn't have billions of dollars. Yeah. So, it's that kind of mentality that that separates you from the real world. It separates you from empathy. It separates you from um, compassion. It separates you from, mm-hmm. like, knowing the worth of things, knowing the yeah. value of things. Like, someone asked um, uh, the, the CEO of Starbucks, Schultz or whatever, because running for president, how much does a box of Cheerios cost? Didn't know, side, sidestepped the question completely. <laughs> like, they don't know, Yeah. right? Yeah. So... Trump thinks you need an ID to go to the grocery store. Like, they just have no fucking, like, 
real world experience because they have lived in a fantasy land for, for their entire long. lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. So people like Steve Harvey and people who have like have been in the entertainment business a long time mm-hmm. do not use them for a source of inspiration. Don't do it. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. Like I was I was also read something else that said whoever you think your heroes are, you probably don't want to meet them. Well, Just cuz they're probably going to be they're probably going to be the would, worst person you've I would say it this way. Ever I would met. say if you know your who your heroes who people who are actually heroic are, mm-hmm. then meet your heroes. Yeah. But people you put on a pedestal without knowing exactly who they are is is not a good idea. It's dangerous. Yeah, it's because, and and I agree with I agree one thousand percent with Monique. I'm like, no, you gotta know, like you gotta be the same person no matter what room you're in. You gotta be the yeah. same person no matter who you end up rubbing elbows with. Yeah. Just because at the end of the day, like you're the one that has to comb with that. Like, well, then and money does It's amazing though what people can live with. Mm-hmm. And here's this gets back to a common theme for whenever I'm here, is rational thought right you can ration yourself out of anything or into anything right but how good is the reasoning and the tools you're using to get there right you can trick yourself into believing all sorts of bullshit yeah i mean look at the world we live in you can throw a rock and hit somebody who's got an irrational belief right (laughs) so it's not it's not an uncommon thing it's vice versa yeah it's not common to have a, a person who can can think rationally and see see the the decisions they're making are irrational or mm-hmm. they've been convinced of something that is not verifiable, it's demonstrable, or even true. So, yeah, it's 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 hard to have an expectation of people being like people put people on pedestals because it's easy. Yeah, it's like easy. That's, that's that's exactly it's, why it's I was... easy, and it's not. It's unfortunate because like you put like like even comedians in, in that world too like Louis CK people put him on a pedestal right yeah but he's still just a fucking weird creepy old dude yeah <laughs> right and he always yeah. has been mm-hmm. but it's like we 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 oh he's really he's really funny and he's he makes all these funny shows right and he's really good at stand up but he can't have any flaws because if he has flaws I mean yeah, he's less Cosby than. you look at all these like these these yeah. comedians who have have these this high notoriety notoriety um even um uh, Richard Pryor yeah. I mean. He, he's he's an interesting cat. Yeah, but he's fucking funny, <laughs> right? Funny shit, yeah. Um, you can go down the line, but like, like I, I, a lot of people who are in the entertainment business are troubled, and it's not a, it's not a a hundred percent statement, but it's they're they're troubled in ways like they need attention for a certain for for some sort of trauma, right? Or they need they they are able to manipulate their their who they are as people because mm-hmm. they've never actually had a like a self. Yeah. So it's easy to to become something else because it's not them. It's easy to be, to be them than it is to be me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So there's a lot of that in that world, and that's why when you hear about people who like you, you have actors talking about other actors. Yeah. It's always derogatory. Yeah. It's like well, actors, you know, they're just tough to be around. They're, they're all kind of <laughs> wacky, you know. It's because yeah. they're just like normal people don't think like actors. Yeah. Normal th- people don't have this. Uh, like uh, they don't have a confidence. A lot of them are are, are insecure a lot mm-hmm. because that's probably so. I would imagine. Yeah. Um. The the need for attention, the need for you know, uh, yeah. fame, the need for all these things because they're just insecure about who they are. But you don't look at them like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at them like oh, they're like perfect. You see them in those roles and look who they're the dating. Money, and, yeah. Right. So, I just yeah, um, man. 
Like I was I was talking to Jay last week, I think it was, and I just and I cuz I'm a pessimist. Like I'm I just as as far as people go, I sure. just don't believe in people. That's, I don't that's, think that's, I, that's, I, that's, I, it's a good place to be. It's, it's, <laughs> I do not believe in people. Like if you say oh, I want to go back to school, I'm not going to say I don't believe you. Like by all means, but like but it's, uh, it's that I whole don't thing think people is, are inherently smart. I yeah. don't think they're inher- they people care enough. Like I just don't I just don't well, believe that's a good, that's, uh, <laughs> there, You have some good thoughts in there, mainly because it's based on, like, there's a thing called the null hypothe- uh, hypothesis. The null? The null hypothesis. Okay. Um, what it is, is it's where you should be before you make a decision. Okay. You start with the null, and then based on the information you get, based on the evidence and how valid it is, Understand. that's where you go. Understood. Right? Yeah. And people don't do this. It's not, it, it's, it's not easy to do it, but, yeah. like... Uh, it takes a lot of work. Yeah, it takes, yeah. Like, it takes a lot of it mental, a lot of mental, mental, mental awareness, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, with anything, with people, mm-hmm. you you start with a, like when when someone walks into your uh, your job or whatever. Yeah, you're instantly judging them, like because that's what we do. We we analyze the patterns that we see before us. Yeah. Oh, I've seen a guy that looked like that, and he was a dick. Yeah. Right. So maybe this guy's a dick. We'll see. Right, mm-hmm. but you're already thinking on the negative side of that situation because of whatever patterns you've built yeah, up. Of whatever the, you've yeah. encountered, yeah. Um, so, but it's also it's it's it comes from our ancestors because when we're out in the wild, let's say you and I are both in, in the running out in the jungle, and there's mm-hmm. there's brush and shrubs and and stuff, and they can be filled with all kinds of dangerous things, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, we have to make snap judgments. Yeah. We have to know. Oh, is that a panther in the bush? Is that a giraffe in the bush? Right. Right. I've seen this happen before. So you start to, I get it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it's it's a it's a survival mechanism that hasn't gone away. Mm-hmm. It's just been reappropriated for like uh, our social interactions. Right. Versus a life or death situation. Mm-hmm. Or is there's a, a a guy from another tribe? Is he a warrior from that tribe, or is he a hunter gatherer? Right. Like you know. So there's these, these things that we just naturally have because we've always had them. Yeah. And just we, sure, yeah. we just reappropriate them depending on like the social construct that we have and True. how we grew up and all that. True. So judging people is not a bad thing. Um, it's when you mischaracterize and mis uh, and and use um, bad data, bad judgment, yeah, bad data to put on someone. Um, so. Being pessimistic about people is a little off. I'd say you're you're probably realistic about people based on the information you have, whether it's good or bad. That's how yeah. I would put it. But being pessimistic is like it's almost like you're putting forth the idea that everything that I'm I'm starting with the negative, and I don't think people most people do that. Right. I think they make snap judgments and then they learn more and more whether they're right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Not starting from zero. With no no pattern recognition in the system, yeah, yeah, and then having that person give you the information, yeah, I agree with that. I'll I'll I'll, I'll recharacterize what I was saying, but it's crazy. But man. it's shorthand to say, yeah, it's shorthand. It's yeah, I'm just. Like, but I like to I like to yeah. I like to root out the shorthand and yeah. stretch it out. I'm just like y'all like people are are just full of it. So like you know after getting so much of it, is, you just kind of fall into that. Yeah, of course. Into that habit, you know, and then yeah. it's funny how you said it was like. From our ancestors, mm-hmm. I've been like recently, like kind of doing a lot of uh, research about my ancestry. Oh, mine's okay. Yeah, so it's like oh, your, your ancestry, not Mayan ancestors. 
Huh? Did you, did you say Mayans or my ancestry? My ancestry. Gotcha. No, not Mayans. I was thinking like the the Mayans. So that's a uh, that's a good topic. So. Yeah. No, no. But my in particular. Did you do the the DNA testing stuff? Absolutely, I did. Which one did you do? Ancestry DNA. Okay. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty dope because I got it for Christmas. Yeah. And then like, it took me a minute, but I sent my like saliva sample in. Mm-hmm. It took like six to eight weeks for me to get the results yeah. back, but I got them back like maybe like a week ago. Nice. And it was like uh, like forty seven percent of like my DNA comes from like um, like Congo, mm-hmm. like the Bantu peoples and stuff sure. like that. So yeah. I started doing like just a yeah. bunch of like just yeah, research. Yeah, that's great. It's pretty tight. Like yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like pretty dope. It was, and, and it says something else. It well, was the, like, the trick yeah. is too is with that is it's it's yeah. it, the more people do it, the more accurate it becomes. Okay. Because the data set gets bigger. Yeah. So had you done it, if you go to a if you go to like twenty three and Me, you yeah. may get very different results. Okay. So people preach it as church, but it's not. Yeah. Um, it is an analysis based on their information alone. They don't share. Ancestry.com doesn't share with 23andMe. They They're should. They, there should be some sort of database to. Because that's. Because that'll be a self. That'll be the self-correcting. It would be. But that's you taking know. their formulas and stuff that they do. And, and so. Yeah. It takes away from the, the so, business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when people are doing 23andMe and uh, Ancestry.com and all that stuff, it's it's great. It's fun. It's good. It's cool to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the trick is too is knowing. Hey, chill. Um, is knowing that uh, it may not. It's it's not church. It's not gospel. It's not. Yeah. It's not an exact it's not science. Yeah. Um, it is an approximation. Mm-hmm. And the more people do it, the more accurate it becomes. But it is not a it, like a lot of people have to do it for there to be a big enough data set. Yeah. So. Um, it's a cool thing, and I love I love the idea of it. Um, it's the still other, cool, the yeah. other thing that you have to be wary of too is they can sell your information, and basically not your DNA. They don't sell that, but yeah. they sell okay this um, your right part, parts of your DNA mm-hmm. live in this city doing these things. So it's like your when you get a free app and they're they're using your your metadata to yeah. to uh, uh, as algorithms and some other some other, and they sell that off. Sure, um, these companies make money that way as well. So not to add to the paranoia some people have, yeah, but yeah. I love I like to give the truth out if I can if I know it. Um, yeah, and everything anything I ever say, mm-hmm. double check me. Yeah, like I I, I tell people like yeah, I do that. Um, I do. That I know stuff. Anyways. Yeah, but. I don't know at all, and I'm not 100% accurate on anything. Yeah, and I, I, just I never want to come off like I yeah. am. Yeah. I'm not the expert. I am not. Uh, but my and my thing, too, is is mm-hmm. being skeptical skeptical, skeptical um, is important because is believing what everyone says all the time is going to get you nowhere. Yeah. You're going to get conned out of everything you own and Absolutely. you're on the street. But have no, you ever done anything like this? Um, I haven't done 23andMe. Um, I, I kind of already know what my genealogy is a little bit. I'm okay. Scandinavian, German, Irish, and British. Okay. Um, because I'm super white. So <laughs> that's all I I'm, I'm, like, I'm all the whites. <laughs> so I got Vikings in me. I have uh, British people in me. Yeah. I have Germans in me. So um, And some Irish but um, some fighting Irish. Yeah, yeah I mean, there's probably feisty. There's probably some like what it usually is is like, oh, here's all your interest, and then you have a little bit like a one percent uh, from Africa because everyone's from Africa essentially. Yeah. Um. So there's all that, but yeah, that's yeah. I was. That I was stuff is, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting to know. Um, it it's it's a little bit more of like it's not that mm-hmm. helpful 
in any kind of way. It's just interesting. And yeah, it, that's that's but, all it is for me. It's just it super is, interesting. Because some of these will tell you what you're prone to mm-hmm. um, uh, biologically for disease. Okay. Um, some of them will tell you like, oh, you're prone to Crohn's disease or you're prone to you know, yeah. 13% chance of this and 30, 80% chance of that, yeah. um, of Alzheimer's. and this. So that, that part could be beneficial. There's nothing you can really do about it. Yeah, you can't really but gotta play it out. Y- <laughs> if you if you know it's that's your potential, you maybe um, may seek treatment earlier and yeah. just may get help faster. Take a look. Yeah, and rather waiting and this just says nine percent northwestern Europe, mm-hmm. <laughs> Wales. Yeah, that's uh Wales? slave owners, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's some slavers in your day. And they get rid of the slave owner, right? <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah it's that's, pretty dope. That's, it's pretty dope. It can be fun. It can be yeah. for sure. Um, what else you I mean, got? What else you want to hit me with? I don't even know, man. Uh, we're hour and twenty in. I think that's it, man. Anything else? No. Um, I do have some pitch, some, some projects to pitch, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Do um, think? we, you guys have kind of a sister podcast, which is my other podcast that I produce because I produce this one, um, and then I produce a uh, podcast called Confessions on the Fly, mm-hmm. which is um a couple flight attendants who are. Um, both ridiculous, absurd, and hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, flight attendant Joe is uh, is almost too much, uh, but he's he cracks a mean, uh, wise crack. Um, right, right. And LJ, who is one of my dearest friends and is not only a true beauty but a genuine human being, and also very fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> the show is basically about. Uh, two flight attendants who talk about the world of flying. Mm-hmm. Um, they give t- tips on traveling and what to do when you fly. And like, can you bring your dog? And what does it mean when the flight attendant does this? Or right. or what's, how do I deal with a guy who puts his foot on my armrest? And and that kind of shit, right? <laughs> but it also, they also talk about how, <laughs> like, the, like, they talk about their sex lives. They talk about, yeah. um, like, the, 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 like, Joe gets into way more personal shit and it's hilarious. Yeah. But they call it confessions because they, they literally just talk about their lives and what they're going through and stuff like that. And it's a very, um, very entertaining show. Um, okay. But season two will be out by the time this is out. It, uh, it, it, it launches tomorrow, which is the 20th. So okay. it'll be available for the folks that want to check it out. Um, we do a video version, which I do a lot of the work on because I create all the graphics and, and I edit the whole thing together. Okay. Um, and if you go to YouTube, um, you can go to Confessions on the Fly and find it on YouTube. It'll be season two. Season one's pretty good too. Um, we did a lot of work on season on se- our season one, but we did a lot of work on season two to kind of make it more of a polished uh, project. Mm-hmm. Um, very proud of it. Um, looking forward to having season two. It's it's going to be wild and crazy for sure. I'll definitely yeah. be I'll definitely be tuning in. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, if anyone wants to check that out, I also have a a new project that I'm working on because I have a man of I'm a man of many hats. Um, I have a project called Skullscapes. I don't know if you've seen uh, my Instagram on that. Sure, I did. Um, so basically, it's a it's a little side project that I'm going to start. It's going to be a business at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of building it up right now, but I'd love to get some followers on that. So if you go to at Skullscapes um, on Instagram, you can check it out. Um, I basically uh, create little um, skulls and I paint them up and do kind of some really cool stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, kind of more, they're going to be more collectible items and okay. kind of tchotchke kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, like you put on your desk or your shelf or your bookshelf and add some style and some flair. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of cool some versions of it. Um, so I've been working on that. And then, um, I mean, I got my feature film, which I've been working on for a very long time. But uh, you can check that out at forestforthetreesmovie.com. 
um, or you can go to at uh, Forest for the Trees mm-hmm. movie. Um, I think is what it is on Instagram, and it's on Facebook too. But uh, you can follow me on there for that stuff. And then other than that, my Instagram is also at um, uh, Illuminate. So it's U I L L U M I underscore Nate. Okay. Um, and you can check me out there and follow all the crazy nonsense I've got going on, including this project. <laughs> good old good riddance. For sure. Thank you for the spot up, man. Yeah, it's uh, a lot, but, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take any. You're doing a lot of you're doing a lot of work, man. I got I, things happening, man. Definitely see it. Definitely appreciate all the work, man. Um, not too many like you, man. Not <laughs> too many God. like you. I pre- <laughs> thank God that doesn't exist for sure. Uh, I have said that. So I appreciate you, man. Uh, you always kicking knowledge about. Uh, I like to spit. I like politics to spit some knowledge because you know politics is hard to keep up. It with. It is. It is. I don't you know, know how I do it, but while keeping up with everything else. But right, right. Um, and I got my dog Mona here. She's the 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 studio dog. Yeah, she's. Uh, she thinks she's on the podcast. She's hungry or something, bro. You I gotta mean, get her some food. No, she just she's. I'm not giving. I'm not talking to her. I'm right. talking to you guys. So, so she's like, "Yo, what is going yo, on? Yo, where where's the love? Where's the Absolutely. love?" Absolutely. But thank y'all, man. It's episode 27? 28. 28. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, we got to get an intern in here or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hire an assistant to track right. all these goddamn episodes. <laughs> right. Uh, episode 28. Coming through. Coming real soon. Jay will be back next week. Um. No, uh, we'll, we'll have Mona instead. Fuck Jay. Apple, <laughs> hey, he's about to get the spot taken by Mona. <laughs> but yeah, um, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, everywhere, uh, man. Just Apple follow. again, really? We can talk about Apple. That's Come where on, we at, bro. Man. They, 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 they got you. Hook, <laughs> line, and sinker, son. Absolutely, man. They, they just rope you in so fucking good, man. Like I'm trying not to be the fucking fucking asshole that buys just AirPods and just walk around For with them all fucking day. Like, there's people that, that my brother has some. He does not take those shits out. He's not listening to anything. I will say that uh, <laughs> like, uh, one thing that Apple has done uh, that is good, the AirPods are pretty good for what they are. Yeah. The, the integration with the, the phone. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is they only work for iPhones. I can buy them for Android, and they will pair to my phone. Right. But all the functionality of them is gone instantly. I might as well buy, t- like, $10 Bluetooth headphones on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know anyway. how Apple they're trying to make everything super fucking exclusive. Yeah, it's just it's like, just they do so the well of just roping you in. iCult, where your phone owns you, right? It's like you they you just rope you in. It's like you get an iPhone, you get an iPad. Then once you do that, like now you have to get the Mac. You have to get you know. You don't, people. It's a trick. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, do all the follows, man. Critique us, man. Let me know what's going on. Um. And get at get at Jay. Get at Jay, get, man. Yeah. Let him know. Tell Let him, him know. Up. And if you got some interesting conversation, man, we uh we'd love to have you, you up have here. A, do you guys have an email that you guys go through that people can email? Yeah. Suggestions? Yeah, yeah. Um definitely. Uh goodriddancepod at gmail.com. Yeah, hit that up. Anything you uh anything you gotta say, you wanna come up here and talk some shit with us, as long as you're uh you know. Good looking. <laughs> as long as you got a face for radio, <laughs> you're more than welcome to come through. Um, you gotta like Mona too. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because after sooner or later, the she price is gonna go up. In. Price is gonna go up sooner or later. So yeah, tap in now. All right, people. Over. Get at Get it. Out. <laughs>